Welcome to the Addiction Connection. We like to believe the opposite of addiction is actually connection, and we are going to attempt to educate you and possibly even entertain you while we navigate all topics addiction. Hi, I'm Dr. Kirk Devine. And I'm Dr. Heather Bell, and we both provide primary care and addiction services. It's our goal to help you learn more about the disease of addiction and its treatments. Well, we're back for number 88. 88. Dr. Bell has completely recovered from COVID. She looks like she just had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and I've gained about five pounds. So I, I have the one side effect from COVID of the loss of taste of smell, I wish I would have gotten. But everything was heightened. She was a bit crabby during that time as well. Oh my God, can I tell you something really quickly since we're talking about COVID? There's this actual diagnosis, which I can't remember what it's called, that's a side effect of COVID. Oh, even bloody noses, even though there's clotting with that. Anyway, there's this thing that basically gives two different things. One, it makes you smell things that aren't there. Or two, it makes you smell things totally opposite of what they're supposed to smell like. So I was standing at my counter one day and there's like apples and bananas. So y'all know what that smells like. It smelled like paint thinner and varnish. I was like, what is, I'm like, and so I looked all over thinking my kids did something stupid. No, no. As a woodworker, I guess I'm thinking that'd be a great thing. But when you're thinking you're smelling apples and bananas, I'll have to remember what that's called. But okay, anyway. So today we're going to talk about this whole thing that hit the internet about marijuana and COVID and about how people think marijuana cures COVID. Okay, so I'm going to give you the disclaimer that I'm going to flip through Twitter while you're talking and throw in random (laughs) things that showed up in social media. Yeah, and so it actually happened back on January 10th uh, of this year. Oregon State University uh, posted something, published something. It was actually in the Journal of Natural Products. Now, let's face it, this isn't exactly the New England Journal of Medicine. It's not peer-reviewed yet, but Oregon State and the, the... Title was Oregon State Research Shows Hemp Compounds Prevent Coronavirus from Entering Human Cells. Yep. Now, if you just read that, you would go to your friends and say, guess what? I'm smoking weed and I'll never get COVID. You want to be like this person. I won't name these people on Twitter. Fiance tested positive for COVID twice last week. I'm still negative. Maybe the marijuana blood barrier is real. Yeah. And so we've twisted Where's this? Nope. Nope. There, there's yeah. my button for this Man, you've podcast. Gotta, you've, you've got to do something and like label them. Label those. That would. I have yeah. a label maker. So anyway, of course I do. Um, so this was a study by Richard Van uh, Bremen, who I think did all the right things here. Uh, he's a researcher at Oregon State, uh, and uh, he's at the Global Hemp Innovation Center, which is in the College of Pharmacy. Pretty cool. And uh, <laughs> again, basically, they took hemp, which is a cannabis sativa. Uh, fancy. And, yeah, sativa. And it's used in lots of stuff. I mean, things we use every day, cosmetics, lotions. Uh, well, I don't use any body lotions, but dietary supplements, and I don't take those either, um, and food. Food. So, I mean, you know, hemp is used in a lot of things. People make little bracelets out of them. I suppose you could be licking your brace to try That and- was like a huge thing when I was in like high school. Everyone had like their hemp necklaces. Yeah. Kind of like the hippie thing tried to come back. Uh, but I wouldn't have chewed on it. It was very waxy. Oh, well, thanks for sharing. <laughs> um, so how do they think this works? And it's really pretty interesting. Uh, there's actually a, a couple of cannabinoid acids that, that bind to the SARS-CoV-2 spike proteins. And the spike proteins are always in the news, you know. Right. But uh, I wonder how this, uh, when we were reviewing this, didn't say anything about the variants, because there is variants on the spike proteins now. 
Yeah, we're not going to go down that I know, I'm just saying. Yeah, and so (laughs) the spike proteins are always in the news. And, of course, if you attach these things to the spike protein, well, then it can't get into the cell. And, you know, the spike protein, of course, is also what the vaccines kind of, you know, work off of. So but it's really a good thought. But hemp is not THC. No, that's the thing. It's like these cannabinoid acids are abundant in hemp, right? I mean, we all know that. But this person states that long COVID is helps, you know, marijuana helps long COVID. And this person says they bought a tincture of THC. I love that they use the word tincture. And they started microdosing their tincture THC. And it's a game changer. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> and so remember that these are not controlled substances, these cannabinoid acids, right? They're, they're not like THC. And so the theory or is really that potentially hemp could, you know, prevent infection or shorten the course. But remember, this is in vivo. In vivo. I uh, love that word, but it basically just means it was all done in a test tube and yeah. it's never been tried in human subjects. Yeah, and, it, and the reality is you've got a long way to go to show that this would, that this would do much. And can know, they difference. really study this, though, as a long way to go? Because it's a Schedule One drug and you can't study it. And that's States. been the problem. And so here's the thing is that, you know, interestingly, if you look at, there's been similar types of things done to treat other things like HIV, hepatitis, by kind of blocking a virus so that it doesn't come into the cell. That so would I mean, be logical. Yeah, this is not, yeah, for me, it'd be logical. You uh, don't know. <laughs> since you're COVID, I use the word. Your COVID brain. Um, and so, you know, this whole receptor interaction, you know, I mean, that's really what a lot of things are based on. And so they're thinking this could be very similar. Now, there was actually some more recent research um of these two acids and they're hard to say i'm gonna let you try and say cannabigurlic acid cbga the next one's easy yeah cannabidolic cannabidolic acid cbda and so these are the things that uh kind of prevented that infection of the epithelial cells of these corona spike so these are acids they're not something that's like in the the ditch weed. <laughs> I just want to say ditch weed. Yeah. You just <laughs> Not the stuff you buy on the corner. We'll edit that out. No, we won't. Okay. All so, right. So anyway, so they... Look at mass spectrometry, all these fancy science yeah, words. And they use that really to identify these ligands that bind the spike proteins and form this kind of ligand receptor complex. And again, that makes it unable to get into the cell. Okay. So... Here's talk about the study a little bit more. It is not peer reviewed, meaning, uh, I mean, I could just write whatever I wanted and submit it, but unless somebody like reads it and says, okay, you actually use something real in science. Well, in real life, you do that a lot. You say this stuff and it's oh like, oh my gosh. But again, you're, min- you're minimizing the importance of what I am saying right now, which is actually legit. Again, yes. <laughs> and so the author, of course, stressed, and this, no, was this is quote. the author of the article that people are quoting around the world. Yeah. He stressed, quote, recreational marijuana would not have the same effect and definitely smoking weed would not protect you from COVID. The heat from smoking would decompose the CBGA and CBDA to inactive forms. So the author, man, he did the right thing there. He just said, listen, first off, this was done in a test tube. Second off. Regular weed is not going to make you... I don't know, but this person says marijuana helping COVID is just a God's plan. (laughs) It's God's plan. (laughs) (laughs) So so there was another article that I... uh, And I was... Let me tell you. 
I went down a rabbit hole on this thing. Surprise! I didn't. I didn't come <laughs> out of a my lot of rabbit holes. I didn't come out of my office for like nine hours. Um, but there's an article, "The Immunopathology of COVID-19 and the Cannabis Paradigm." Another awesome. Word. I think anytime you use the word paradigm, <laughs> you know, this was in a little bit higher of a journal, Frontiers in Immunology. Yeah, I mean, it hooked me. Paradigm hooked me, and uh, it's clickbait. So in the abstract, it basically says that most of the COVID-19 symptoms are related to, you know, what we all know, this hyperinflammatory thing, right? Oh, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you wuss. Um, oh, no, so, man. <laughs> the cytokine release syndrome, right? So the fatalities are due to the storm, the cytokine storm. I mean, we were talking about that two years ago on our COVID echo. I mean, this the cytokine storm. COVID doesn't exist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two years ago, we heard that a lot. Again, that's why we don't listen to you. But a lot no, no, of, I didn't say that. I'm just quoting people who said that. Yeah. So much of the focus on these anti-inflammatories, you know, is really been why you know Decadron is right in there and some of the antivirals, you know, because we're really trying to fix this inflammatory problem. And this article really explored that whole anti-inflammatory function of the phytocannabinoids, which is right? not smoking weed. So the conclusion: the most severe COVID outcomes are related to the cytokine release syndrome, which they've changed to something fancy from cytokine storm. I guess they haven't had the fog. Cannabinoids have the potential to inhibit the secretion of some pro-inflammatory cytokines, resulting in the prevention of the cytokine release storm. So it's not preventing you from getting COVID. Well, this is the one that's just trying to stop it from killing you, right? In but a still, test tube, it's not smoking weed. Yeah, it's but not apparently weed. this medical marijuana place, this this dispensary in Florida, is Uh-oh. looking for emergency youth authorization to use their cannabinoid based products, which is approved by the Colombian FDA. Our music guys down in Florida. I'm not going to name the Colombian based FDA thing, but they're looking for EUA for. <laughs> I'm going to call my son, have him check this out. Okay, so my question though is I'm not listening. People don't believe the EUA for vaccines because it's like the emergency use and hasn't been studied enough, but people are gonna believe this. Yes. Yes, because it's weed. Exactly. Anyway, so, so let's go to the next article. Yeah, and actually this is not so much an article as it's an editorial by this guy named Chris Roberts. So hey Chris, hope you're doing well. Yeah, you need to article. you need to you need to email me because I have to do this panel out of Oregon. So the Addiction Connection Podcast at Gmail. Please I will buy me. Dr. Bell lunch if this guy actually reaches out. This Chris Roberts, there's not a chance. So he'll if y'all this. know him. Yeah, we've had thousands and thousands of downloads, but Chris Roberts will never hear this. But anyway. He might have friends. He's a guy who covers cannabis capitalism. I think that's reasonable. The legalization yeah. winners, losers, scammers, and suckers. Yeah. I love that. I want that to be my title. It's Hanging base, out with Kurt. Yeah, and so basically he <laughs> says... Uh, the art, the it's his uh, his editorials says I'm no. So funny. Where's the clapping one? <laughs> Got it first. Try. No, smoking marijuana does not protect you from COVID nineteen. And he actually goes on to point out that the Oregon research suggests that some of the cannabis derived preparations may help cannabis prevent, cannabis <laughs> uh, derived preparations may help prevent or fight off COVID nineteen. That's that's true. But in a test tube. In a test tube. Uh, but there's things the research doesn't say. It doesn't say that smoking it protects you again or cure it because again, it will die off when you smoke it. Yeah. And of course his uh, contention, which I think is kind of hundred percent right. 
Chris, you're you're right. This dude says he was protected from COVID by smoking it or by smoking marijuana. <laughs> Would Sorry. you stop reading that stuff? No, it's hilarious. But this guy says that, of course, nobody read the whole study, uh, you know. Because they were Maybe they're under pot. the influence. But he says that it suddenly Twitter was filled with posts like, and I quote, my sister sent me this today and we think that it's... Um, that we didn't get COVID during the holidays when my brother did because of that, right? So so people right away jump on that. Hey, I didn't get COVID because I was smoking weed and my sister wasn't. Another quote was, I still haven't gotten COVID and I am 100% crediting my abundant consumption of cannabis. Okay. So, so this is from the news, actually. Okay. I'm sorry. This just irritates me because it's our neighbors in Wisconsin that... Lawmakers in Wisconsin are currently debating whether they should legalize marijuana because they're stating that healthcare providers are withholding unproven treatments for of COVID, withholding the marijuana by not having it legalized in the state. Yeah, and what they are is not science based. I mean, but this is like this is what people are using to get laws changed in states without even understanding the long term ramifications of legalization in their state. So anyway. Sorry. Getting back to my but thing. But that's huge. Dr. Bell is in the weeds. She's on Twitter. Um, Mr. Roberts, Chris, we're just going to call him Chris like we're friends. Uh, he correctly pointed out that the author made none of these claims uh, and that nobody actually read the whole study. And lastly, the cannabinoid, cannabinoid acids are not psychoactive. And no. so we're not using weed to cure uh, COVID-19. Uh, and just remember in this study, the... the uh, Cannabinoids were uh, were taken from hemp, right? These cannabinoid acids were taken from hemp, and they are I not wonder, I wonder if our new friend here, Mr. Chris Roberts, Chris, knows. We're just on sorry, Chris basis. Roberts knows these other people in Oregon that did this whole thing in Oregon about a study that looked at no, no, it doesn't actually work, quote unquote. No, a scientific study doesn't say that my smoking marijuana can help prevent COVID nineteen. So. Yeah. Oregon, who has legalized marijuana, is actually the people who are leading the fight against using it for COVID. Thanks. And uh, finally finishing up Chris's little thing. He says, I'm sorry, hey, but this is important. He said, you know, we got a lot left to do. You got to test this on animals. Then you got to move to humans. And, you know, this is going to take a long time to prove that it's not just in a test tube. So... <laughs> So anyway, you know, but we're being discriminatory by not doing it, which we are for other yeah things. Yeah. But but here's the interesting thing: I, I actually spent a little time in that nine hours, uh, kind of going through a couple papers from. Just papers. so you all know, there's no chance he actually sat into this for nine hours because he's way too yeah ADHD. So there were like, here's the thing: there was an article in Addiction Science and Clinical uh, Borgani. He's got the coolest name. Yeah, Borgani. And it's called multiple clinical risk for cannabis during the COVID-19 pandemic. And actually, studies and, and different research they've been doing show that people have a much higher risk of getting COVID. Five times higher? Yeah, than, than non-users. And some of it they think has something to do with they're just around a lot of people. and um, But on its own, cannabis poses significant health risks. Well, then we did smoking. that one podcast a long time ago now about like Evoli and I mean that was a lot of yep. e-cigarettes but it was way worse with people who were using cannabis products. and remember people you know smoking's not good for you and if you're <laughs> a lot of the the marijuana smoking is also combined with smoking tobacco 
And guess what? Uh, COVID tends to be a highly respiratory type disease. No, per doctor, <laughs> per doctor Bell here, uh, oh. I, she's on oxygen right now. Stop. Um, but anyway, it also you know smoking the weed <laughs> increases that risk of <laughs> psychiatric disease, and is well known to affect your immune system. Right? I mean, we all know that you get some immune system issues with it. So, uh, you know, it's not a great thing. So what you're saying is, is this was all just a hype? Another. And I get it. People are looking for the the cure all the magic pill, the magic fountain for yeah. COVID, like everything else in the universe. Yeah. And people are also looking for any way to make everybody marijuana wants, legal. Everybody wants magic to cure this. And it's right. We're so not putting the two magic. together, we're trying yeah. to say it's this. And actually and sadly for y'all it's not. Yeah. And there are a few studies that actually demonstrate uh, you know, some of that increased mortality and morbidity from marijuana. And of course it's that you know, it's just lots of different things, the lung issues, the smoking, the behaviors that increase exposure. So people, we aren't going to be cured anytime soon by marijuana for COVID. The hemp stuff, hey, I think it's kind of interesting. I mean, they can study that. These Let's acids, do it. awesome. If hemp does it, I'm all for it. But then we're going to have to decide who gets these acids because it's a preventative thing. Yeah. Well, whenever it'd be like a prep, post-exposure prophylaxis. Buy some hemp and put it on your cereal. What about like the hemp parts? Because you can buy those. I know. Hemp seeds. Yeah. So we'll see. So time will tell. And Chris, but the bottom line is Mr. marijuana Roberts, does not cure. Or prevent. Or prevent COVID at this moment. We have no idea. So that's the end. So thanks <laughs> we'll everybody for Casey listening. We'll take over and... I think next week we're going to come back talking about discontinuing buprenorphine and methadone, a topic that I remember when we were taking our waiver course, we were like, nobody teaches you how to do it. Well, let's talk about what happens when you discontinue it, why we don't really learn how to do that or do it much. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week.
it's given me hope. Promise the world, promise the moon, promise the sun. The words in your mouth are just empty space. And today's the day that I'm done. It's nothing you steal and you cheat.